Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 426, Six Ways to Stop Overeating at Night, by Sam Forget with romanfitnesssystems.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey, happy Monday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free. We cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. Now, before we get to today's post, I realized I totally goofed. Over the weekend, we celebrated my brother's birthday. My brother, Justin, the host of Optimal Living Daily, And I forgot to wish him a happy birthday last week. So a very happy belated birthday, Justin, even though I just saw you. All right, let's get to today's post now and start optimizing your life. Six Ways to Stop Overeating at Night by Sam Forget with romanfitnesssystems.com. Before we dig in, let's talk about the title of this article. It's Overeating, Not Eating. In itself, eating at night is a non-issue when it comes to fat loss. Total calories are the primary driver of fat loss and fat gain, not what time you eat them. And avoiding food after a certain hour is an unnecessary stressor for most people. But nighttime overeating, by which I mean eating enough to put you in a calorie surplus, eating more than you burn, can absolutely lead to fat gain. If you're hearing this article, chances are you know what kind of eating I'm talking about. You finish dinner at 7 p.m., then get hungry again around 9 p.m. while watching TV. A few Oreos turns into a full sleeve, and before you know it, you're neck deep in Pop-Tart wrappers. You're left thinking, what the hell is wrong with me? Nothing, actually. Your issue wasn't a lack of self-control. It's a lack of preparation and proactivity. So, check out these six steps to make sure you're prepared when your next craving hits. One, go to bed earlier. Very few of us are actually productive after dinner time. Is there really a need to be up several hours beyond that? If you don't think you can fall asleep earlier, that needs to become your top priority. If you're asleep, you quite literally don't give yourself the chance to overeat. As painfully obvious as that sounds, it's often never addressed. We continue to stay up, watching Netflix and checking email, wondering how on earth we struggle with late night snacking. Here are some ways to improve your sleep habits and quality. One, develop a consistent bedtime ritual. Two, Leave electronics out of your room. Three, make sure your room is blacked out. Four, keep your room relatively cool in the 65 to 70 degree Fahrenheit range. If you've been crashing at 2 a.m., don't try to radically change your sleep habits right away. Using these strategies, try hitting the hay earlier over time. 
the end goal should be 11 p.m. or earlier. It's also important to note that adequate sleep also minimizes next day cravings. Two, have a more filling dinner. If you're hungry all of seven and a half minutes after dinner, it's not a cravings issue. It may be a meal composition issue. Significantly upping your protein and vegetable intake will leave you feeling full for hours. Aim for 30 to 40 grams of protein and one to two servings of vegetables for dinner. This is a minimum goal and possibly even more could be helpful. I find a stir fry to be one of the easiest ways to satisfy that goal. Prep some meat like chicken or lean ground beef, etc. Prep some vegetables like broccoli, zucchini, squash, peppers, and onions and mix them together. Add a little stir fry sauce or olive oil and you're good to go. If you still find yourself hungry after a dinner like this, reassess your protein intake as a whole. You may be falling short well before dinner. You can also push back your dinner to a reasonably later time, which will help you avoid going to bed starving. Also, it's good to note that eating too close to bedtime, like within an hour, can negatively impact sleep. Three, keep food out of sight. After dinner is over, shut down the kitchen for the night. If you have treats on the counter, staring you in the face while you're watching TV, you're going to cave, you're human. I'm personally guilty of grabbing cashews every time I leave them out. During each commercial, I'll snag a few more. A couple of handfuls later, I'm 500 plus calories deep without actually being hungry for them. Avoid having snackable food on the counter, the island, or on top of your fridge. Put everything away before leaving the kitchen. It's natural to want to pick into food that's right in front of us. Don't give yourself that temptation. Four, have a low-calorie snack. As mentioned, eating at night is a non-issue for fat loss. However, eating too many calories is. Having a lower-calorie food choice can be a perfectly viable late-night snack. You can try snacks like cottage cheese, non-fat Greek yogurt, vegetables like baby carrots, cucumbers, and celery, low-fat cheese sticks, fruit, leftovers from dinner, or nuts like cashews, almonds, and peanuts. Just be careful. You'll probably want to limit your portions with nuts and seeds. That being said, there's nothing wrong with having some treats too. As long as nutritious foods make up most of your calories, there's nothing wrong with having some fun foods in moderation. You can go as far as leaving 10% of your daily calories for an enjoyable nighttime snack. Nutritious or not, you'll still make fat loss progress if calories are accounted for. Five, leave no room for failure. Very, very few of us have the willpower to sit on the couch, especially late at night, and not be tempted by snack food. The painfully obvious but also ignored solution is to stop bringing that home. You have to give yourself a fighting chance at success. It's nearly impossible to stay on track with cookies in the cabinets, chips on the table, and ice cream in the freezer. It's important to enjoy all these foods from time to time for the sake of balance and sustainability. But let those times be away from home. Your environment makes all the difference. If you have a significant other or child who quote-unquote needs their snacks, consider bringing home single serving options. That way, even if you do slip up, you won't end up looking at the bottom of a gallon of ice cream. And six, reassess the cause and be proactive. Sometimes nighttime overeating has nothing to do with hunger. Sometimes it's a symptom of a bigger problem, like depriving yourself on a diet. If you try to lose fat by completely cutting out all that quote-unquote unhealthy stuff, you're making a mistake. Regularly incorporating your favorite treats in moderation will prevent feelings of underlying deprivation that can cause late-night overeating. Your late-night overeating could also be emotionally based. If you think this may be the case, it's important to develop some self-awareness. If you're eating because of stress or anxiety, 
Overeating will make those feelings worse. Figure out the root cause of your emotional turmoil and replace your negative coping behavior, overeating, with a positive one like exercising, reading, meditation, or anything else that you like. Finally, if you slip up, remember to quickly forgive yourself and get back to business. A few times won't affect your long-term progress. What will affect your overall progress is letting one mistake turn into two, three, four, etc. Fat loss doesn't require perfection. It requires consistency. Take these steps to avoid nighttime overeating, but when it inevitably happens, don't stress out. Know that a single night of overeating means nothing in the grand scheme of things. Just get back on track the very next morning and you'll be good. You just listened to the post titled Six Ways to Stop Overeating at Night by Sam Forget with romanfitnesssystems.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. As Sam mentioned, we're all human. I mentioned this before. I struggle with certain behaviors too. Just because I love health and fitness doesn't mean I'm not susceptible to some of the same issues everyone else has. Late night snacking, guilty. Here's what I realized led to me wanting a late night snack. Watching Food Network. When it's later in the evening, I just wanna watch something where I can turn my brain off and enjoy. I don't wanna have to think. So I'd often just kind of watch the Food Network and soak it in. Except what would happen is I'd watch a show about how candy is made or chocolate is made or a baking championship. And sure enough, I'd find myself wandering over to the kitchen looking for something sweet. Again, I'm human. Now, does this mean I deprive myself of sweets? No, not at all. I have them in moderation. But I know I'm typically not really hungry late at night. It's just by watching those shows, it triggered me to just want to get up and eat something, even though I don't need those calories. And here's what we're learning. By the end of the evening, especially after a long day at work or school, we are not able to make good decisions. Our brains are basically fried. We've used our brains all day long. And by the end of the night, our brains just want to rest. And so it's very hard for us to make good decisions by the end of the day. That's why fast food looks like such a great option on the way home after a long day of work. That's why we might turn to comfort foods after a long week. So instead of relying on our willpower and our ability to just say no, let's make sure we set ourselves up for success. And so I love Sam's idea of changing your environment. Tuck away some of those cookies and some of those sweets that you may not want to be consuming all that often. You don't necessarily need to throw them out, just hide them. Make them a little bit more difficult to get to. I'll finish with a true story. 
because I knew that I still might end up finding myself watching a food show late at night, my wife and I rearranged our pantry. Now again, we didn't throw any foods away, we just rearranged things. And sure enough, there was a night when I wanted to wander over to the kitchen, look in the pantry and find something. I was actually in the mood for something salty at the time. So I turned on the pantry light and I started digging around and I became really frustrated really fast. I couldn't find that salty treat I was looking for. So I gave up. I was like, ah, this is too much effort. And I went back and I didn't have anything to eat and I was perfectly fine. I wasn't really hungry. I just happened to wander over because I was craving something. And sure enough, I just saved myself probably, I would say at least 150 calories. It works, I promise. Now, before I go, a quick reminder. We have four other podcasts where we narrate blogs for you, covering a bunch of different topics. To subscribe to those, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this show. I thank you in advance for doing that and for being here every day. Have a great start to your week. I'll be back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, And together, we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.